the latest edition of the Out of Bounds podcast, the NBA free agency edition. Myself, I am BJ. I got KG with me. What's going on, KG? Ain't nothing jumping but the peas in the pot, and they wouldn't be jumping if the water wasn't hot. Hey, man, the water is boiling hot, baby. We got a lot to get in. We're not... We're going to keep it short and sweet tonight. It's all going to be about NBA free agency. Uh, if we have any more of our hosts join us, we, you know, definitely introduce them as the time goes along. But let's jump right into it. NBA free agency, the biggest domino, the biggest um, free agent possible in a, in a long time, LeBron James. Signed with the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, I believe it's four years, $154 million. That was the biggest domino to fall. And ever since then, it has been a complete fiasco. I, I, I mean, that's the best way I can describe it. Um, but before you go on there, BJ, let me say this. I'm, I'm, I, I want to hear the cascade of applause because I called this three to four months ago. You can go back and listen to previous episodes. I called this. Let me hear the cascade of applause. Oh, <laughs> I finally got one right. I got it right. Hey, man, you got a big one right, too. So, hey, man, this is um, this whole this day has been. Well, let, let's let's back up the, the start of free agency. is it, exciting, but at the same time, it's also disappointing. And, and we'll I'll get into that a little bit later. Why it is. But let's evaluate some of the moves. We got, of course, LeBron James signing with the Lakers. Magic Johnson out there doing his thing. Um, Contavious Caldwell Pope signed with the Lakers. They had uh, the arch nemesis of all arch nemesis of LeBron James, Lance Stevenson signed with the Lakers. Then, <laughs> then a, a, a little mini bombshell. You find out that the Lakers signed Rajon Rondo to a one year nine million dollar deal, and on top of that, they got Javale McGee. So you're sitting here like, wow, you know, Magic is trying to trying to do something this year. Magic said he got LeBron for four years. We're not gonna waste it. Then you know you're hearing the 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 rumblings about Nerlens Noel. Um, with the, I, I forgot who the other team was, but he had narrowed it down to the Thunder and the Wizards. He signs with the Thunder. Um, the Lakers, third team. The Lakers was the third team. Okay. Yep. You still got Clint Capella floating out here. I thought he had a meeting with the Lakers. I don't know if that went well or not because we haven't heard anything from his camp. Um, the Wizards lose Mike Scott to the Clippers. And, uh, you know, if, you, you, if you're local, Mike Scott was a big part of coming off the bench last year. I thought he did – was way more productive than Marquise Morris was. And I thought he – if he got signed back this year, he, he deserved to start. Um, they lost him. Uh, they they signed some power young power forward off the uh, off the waiver wire from the Lakers. Uh, I don't have his name in front of me. Give me one second, I get it for you. All right, I'm gonna keep rolling. But um, man, um, the I think the the I know LeBron was the bombshell. Uh, oh, let's go let's go back. Julius Randle met with the Lakers, told him they he wanted them to make. Him a unrestricted free agent. They they granted his his request. No sooner than they do that, he signs with the Pelicans. Then you get this bombshell come across wire. Then I was like, this can't be true. Boogie Cousins, Demarcus Cousins, signs a one year, 
vet exception with the the Warriors, who I think it's one year, five point three million dollars. Now, uh-huh. Boogie Boogie's not going to be ready till January or February, and you figure he he's going to come back right before the if he can get back. Well, let's say he gets back before the All Star break, he still got to get himself in condition, especially to be running with Golden State up and down the court, but. If you get boogie by the playoffs to 80, 85%, 75%, I just don't know how you beat this team, KG. Well, let me backtrack real quick. The Washington Wizards signed uh, Thomas Bryant off of waivers. So oh. I'm, I'm try- trying to get a little info on Mr. Bryant because well, I'm not familiar with him. Well, I'm not familiar with him. Either. I know he was a second-round pick with the Lakers. But let me – while we're talking about the big guns and the big dogs, let me touch on the Wizards real quick and – this is I've been I've been saying this over and over in the podcast. If you're not the Lakers, the Celtics, the Warriors now, the Rockets, Miami because Miami's a Miami is Miami, and it's stuff to do down there, beach, everything. If you're not New York, um, who else am I missing? All this list? am I am I missing anybody? That's about it. Uh, Boston. Yeah, that's about it. I don't know if I said Boston already, but if you're not one of those teams. You're not in the running for a top free agent. And it's sad because the power of the league has completely shifted to the West. And depending on what Clint Capella does, he can knock the Rockets from having the best record to being probably like the third or fourth seed. It's it's really a big deal. It's really – because they were talking a long time all day – yesterday and today about Boogie Cousins joining LeBron James in uh, uh, Los Angeles. And I said, okay, well, the one weak spot for the Warriors is center. They just lost JaVale McGee. I mean, even with JaVale McGee, he's not Boogie Cousins. Um, KG, what do you, what you make of the free agency? Well, the biggest shock of all was uh... – Paul George re-signing OKC. That was the biggest shock for me. And it was like a punch in the stomach a little bit because I'm like, okay, you did all of this. You knew that you were going to go sign with LA. And then you say, you know, you do this big thing and say unfinished business. All right, man, it's it's show and tell time for you. Because you got to be the PG-13 that we're accustomed to and not this – uh, 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 playoff P because I don't know who that guy is but LeBron to the Lakers that was my big thing but when they signed Rondo and they're in, in conversations with Tyreek Evans if I'm not mistaken a lot of Laker fans were saying you know why we signed Rondo but this morning before they signed Rondo I said well you need a veteran point guard I like to be honest I was thinking Tony Parker I said you get Tony Parker in Lonzo Ball's ear he's already a pretty good player but a veteran that's been around the league, got championship experience, will take him to that next level because he's a true point guard. And I really like Lonzo Bowl. I, 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 I do too. I do too. I think – I don't want to cut you off, but I think he could be this generation's Jason Kidd. I really do. I don't care how ugly his shot is. He he makes his shot. I know he got hurt. He, was, he, he you know, lost 30 games last year. But, I mean, he could be the new Mr. Triple-Double. And that's the, that's another thing. Uh, I was telling the professor earlier, uh, Professor Lucky, loyal, loyal, loyal listener, and uh, somebody that I bounce topics off of on a regular basis. I said, you know, he racked up 
six or seven triple doubles in a row. And he said, no, he didn't. I got to look it up to make sure it was six or seven, but he racked up a quite a few and people got mad. They said, well, that's not a real triple double. I'm like, if he got 10, 10 and 11, that's a triple double. That's a poor man's triple double. That's a triple double. I don't care how you slice it. He racked up a triple double and he showed that he can distribute the ball and he loves to run the floor. I'm him and LeBron together, and you got a, a, a true point guard in Rondo that's going to be in his ear. Yeah, I, I like the way the Lakers are shaping up. And all you got to do is fill in a couple role players. And if you get 15, 16 role, points a game. Whoa, whoa. What role players? I mean, just look at look at the team. Look at what they, they've put together. They, they I think, I think Magic has really sat down, and I'm – I'm not just going to give Magic all the credit because they do have a GM. I don't know his name off the off the top of my head, but I really Magic has really thought this through because let's just say they keep what they got now and the start lineup right now was what going to be Ball, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, JaVel McGee. Um, I don't know who would they, they their shooting guard would be. Who who would be their shooting guard? You could put Lance at the shooting guard. To be quite honest, because he can play the two. What's Brandon Ingram's position? Uh, Brandon Ingram is a guard. He's a 6'3 guard, so he would be one of your points. Uh, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope can run you two. Kentavious Caldwell-Pope can run you two. Um, I mean, they just – they. I think they built a good unit. I think – you're mean, looking – I think right there with that that unit right there – if they don't get Kawhi, if they don't make another big move, I think you're looking at the second or third seed in the West right now. Well, when LeBron pushes them up to that, because looking at this roster, I'm looking at their roster, they're very guard-heavy. Uh, Lonzo Ball, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, uh, Josh Hart, Andre Ingram. If he, He's a free agent, but if he signs back, did he sign back? Who was that? Andre Ingram. Did he sign back? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think – I think – I don't know what he signed to. He's still on the roster, though. Yeah, they got him on as a free agent. They listed him as a free agent. Uh, Brandon Ingram, 6'9 guard forward, and he he's coming back. You got Kyle Kuzma, who's 6'9 at forward. Uh, what else do we got? If they sign back, they can sign back Gary Payton the second. Uh, Julius Randle's gone. Isaiah Thomas is gone. Uh, didn't they – they lost uh, – more, no, Maurice Wagner. That's their rookie. That's who they drafted. Travis Ware. Oh man, they <laughs> wow. They 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 might they got two seven footers on this roster: a Wagner and a a guy from Croatia, uh, Zubac. Yeah, he's seven one. And we know what Cro. I mean, as a Bulls fan, we know what Croatian players can do. I Tony think Kukoc. I think the I think if Wagner can come in there and give them good defense, uh, I mean because he's seven foot, so I mean, and they have him listed as a forward. Yeah, they have him listed as a forward. I think you know, I think depending on um, I don't really know his scouting report. Depending on you know if he got a little mid range jump shot, they can definitely move him back and forth between. Forward and center because you know you got Javel. I don't know if Javel McGee is going to start or what, but I think I think Javel McGee would be uh, a little bit better coming off the bench. The only reason why I say that because of the energy that he brings. 
and you harness that energy coming off the bench, and he can do something. I think with him running the floor, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty exciting. I'm not saying it's gonna be Showtime Lakers, but it's gonna be pretty exciting. I think then with them going to get Rondo, man, I think I think it's gonna be pretty close to Showtime because you got somebody that one he's not backing down from anything. True that. You got somebody that I mean, it's a couple seasons he's averaged 11 assists, so yeah. he can he he can run the floor. And run the break, and you're gonna have LeBron. You're gonna have Zoe on the break. You're gonna have Javale can run. Lance Stevenson can run. Yeah, Lance Stevenson can run. Um, they're saying that the uh, jumping ship. They're saying that the uh, recruitment of Demarcus Cousin was from Draymond Green. On he Draymond Green's in Greece. He he phoned him, and Bob Myers and Steve Kerr. This is it, it, that. That's a bombshell, man. It is. You know. But now, not to hop on the Lakers, but I had a conversation earlier about uh, if Boogie would have went to the Lakers and, you know, with LeBron, you know how LeBron is with coaches, if he's not, you know, he's a coach on the floor. So, and Luke Walton's, what, Luke Walton is 36? I'm sorry, 38. Luke Walton's 38. Uh, then on, on his coaching staff, he has Mark Madsen, Miles Simon, Brian Shaw, Brian Keith, Tracy Murray. You know, he has a lot of former players. But a few of these players are not too much older than LeBron. Mm-hmm. And they was wondering about, hey, are they going to butt heads with the coaches? Because of, you know, the way Rondo plays. And, you know, Rondo's a fiery player. LeBron's fiery. But are they going to butt heads? But I don't think so. I mean, it's a respect thing because Luke Luke Walton's the son of Bill Walton, of course. he's His father's a great basketball man. I, I love to hear Bill Walton break down games. But Luke knows what he's doing. He has championship experience. He has two titles as a player and one title as an assistant coach. Yeah. Three titles under his belt. So Yeah, and JaVale. And everybody, you know, has been saying, oh, you know, how they going to mesh all these personalities. I think JaVel McGee, his time at the Warriors, he got two championships. When you learn how to win and how to conduct yourself and you're with a team that doesn't allow nonsense like the Wizards, you know what I mean? I think that in, in Denver, where you have solid veterans on your team that are getting your face, be like, look, we don't do that here. I think, you know, that really fixes – those issues like I don't think everybody oh you know how they gonna I don't think you're gonna have a problem out of JaVale McGee I don't think you're gonna have a problem out of Rondo Rondo's gonna be Rondo he's gonna be feisty that's just his personality so and then Lance Stevenson's gonna be Lance Stevenson but uh, these players I mean Rondo has had his little you know bouts but I mean I don't see any problem then they they, they want to play with LeBron they know they have a chance to win a championship and then depending on with the Spurs, I mean, I don't know what the Spurs at this point think they're going to do because Kawhi Leonard has them by the balls. Yeah, that's true. Because he's already said that it doesn't matter who he's traded to, he's playing one year and then he's going to sign for the Lakers. So knowing that, you might as well send him to the Lakers and get what you could get, maybe add another team into the deal, 
and kind of get what you can get from the Lakers and, and the other team. But it's going to be a very interesting week, to say the least. Jumping back to uh, JaVale McGee, this is not the, the JaVale McGee that was here in Washington. From he's not, a, not at all. Not at he's all. 30 years old. Yep. So he, I mean, he's always been a grown man by age standards, but he has grown a lot in this league. And he will make – now, I mean, Shaq will harp on him an awful lot about, you know, with Shaq and the fool. But I've seen JaVale, JaVale McGee make a lot of key blocks, rebounds, and he hustles. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm like, dang, the Wizards let this guy go. But he had to grow up. and he yep. made- he sure did. You you hundred percent right, KG. Grown yeah. and 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 just like I said, he got two championships on his belt. He he's been on a winning, stable team that doesn't allow nonsense. You learn a lot from that, and I I don't think you're gonna have any issues out of Javale McGee. And speaking of the Wizards, your your new player Thomas Bryant, <laughs> you might like this guy. B. He played for Indiana. And he is known for the ability to shoot, run the floor, and protect the rim. Six foot ten, two hundred forty-eight pounds. But he, here's my issue: we 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 switching back to the Wizards. This is uh, out of bounds. Brought to you by Anchor FM. Myself, BJ, KG. Um, here's my problem with the Wizards. And LeBron's gone out of the East. Now. I don't even know where to go with this because I want to say that the Wizards aren't doing anything, but then I would be contradicting myself because I just said if you're not a part of these superstar rich history teams, you're not really in the free agent running. Now, John Waller said, you know, know, I'm not really recruiting Boogie Cousins. It'd be cool to play with him. It's more like a brotherhood. If your top superstar and John Wall can't bring Boogie Cousins to D.C., I don't know what you do. Like, you, you still got Alex Len out there, and you still got Dwight Howard. I think, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, hey, Dwight Howard's done, blah, blah, blah. I think he's still got some left in the tank. He's always kept himself in shape. I think the white issue is motivation, winning. And when he doesn't win, he sinks to the bottom. With that being said, the Wizards are one of those teams like, um, let's just say, like the Buffalo Bills in the NFL, like the um, uh, Cleveland Browns in the NFL, where if they want a free agent, they have to grossly overpay and they have to reach. And I know the, the Wizards aren't really in that situation right now with their cap, but I'm if, if I'm John Wall, if I'm Bradley Bill, if I'm Scotty Brooks, I'm on the phone. You, they can't do it now because he's still with the team. But it's, if, if Brooklyn buys him out, I'm on the phone with Dwight Howard. Because if you get the right piece, if you get a healthy auto quarterback, their bench is still suspect. They now they got Sadarowski, uh, Oubre Jr., Brown Jr., if, depending on how he could play. Um, they still have Jody Meeks back there. Um, they, I don't know what they're going to do with Ty Lawson. That that's unit that, that's a point guard right there. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. That unit, when they're on, has proven they can score with the best of them in the league. 
if you go get them a center, the caliber of Dwight Howard, somebody that can command the inside, you know, make people adjust their shots, grab rebounds, be an enforcer. I really think they could get to to the finals. I'm going to say that right here. If they get the right piece at center, if they get the right power forward, they can make a run to the the finals, the NBA finals. Whether that's going to happen, whether Ernie's got a, a trick up his sleeve that we don't know about, I don't know. But it's, it's extremely frustrating to watch the Wizards sit at idle and all these other teams are just zooming past them. It's like doing 60 on a bellway and you get passed by a car doing 120. And it's, it's, it's several cars that have passed you. Like, this is a golden opportunity. The guy that's haunted the East, that's gotten coaches fired, that's gotten players traded, is gone. See, I'm not on that Dwight Howard bandwagon because I don't know which Dwight Howard I'm getting. I don't know if I'm going to get the Dwight Howard of Orlando where I know for sure, he was at least going to give me 21 and 20, and he was going to block about nine shots. Or am I going to get the malcontent that runs coaches out of town? He ran Stan Van Gundy out of Orlando. So which one am I going to get? But but that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. You're the Washington Wizards. You you don't know, and you don't you can't afford to – you can't afford not to find out. You're not. You're not Houston. You're not LA. I mean, at this point, I think LA needs to reach out to him for real because now the Warriors have Boogie Cousins. Don't get me wrong, the White Howard isn't Boogie Cousins, but the White Howard, like I said, a motivated the White Howard, I believe, can put some defense on Boogie Cousins. He, like I said, he's kept himself in shape. Um, I don't know where, exactly where he is on the rebounding list all the time. I think he's top 15. I mean, I know it didn't work out with the Lakers the first time because Kobe was in his face and he didn't like that. That's what Kobe needed to be. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's what, that's what Kobe does. And you either can take it or you can't. But, but hey, that, that you know what that is? That's a manhood issue. It is. I absolutely agree with you. It definitely is a manhood issue. Dwight Um, Howard is, oh, man, he's at 13,101 in rebounds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Kevin Garnett's ninth, 10, 11, 12, 13. He's number 14. Yeah, I thought he was top 15 because he's He's ahead ahead of uh, Shaq. Yeah, he's ahead of Shaq. He's ahead of Dennis Rodman. Oh, you just got to bring that up. No, I'm just saying. I'm talking about the top rebounders in the history of the game. Yeah, I understand that. But and, you got to bring it up that he's a bit ahead of De- uh, Dennis Rodman. He's no. still ain't better than D. Hey, I'm just saying, man. He, You know what I'm saying? Just imagine if you could get 100% out of him every night. He might be top. He might be in the top seven. If you could have got 100% out of Dwight Howard every night, he might be in a, at least – he'd definitely be in the top ten. But he would be way higher than that. But That's true. I mean, he got a he got a chance 
if he plays a full season this season, he has a chance at least to pass Carl Malone. Carl Malone's at 14,968. I think he can get 16, 1,700 rebounds, especially playing for a team where he don't really have to do much, but, you know, hey, do your job on the boards. I think he can move up this list pretty fast. It says Boogie Cousins' final options were Dubs himself, so the Wizards weren't even in that, even in that conversation. And he, he, here's the the uh, interesting thing about the Wizards. I think they're one of three or four teams paying luxury tax this year. The, <laughs> the other teams are title contenders. So if your salary's up that high, I expect the title. I'm sorry, it's time to stop kissing butt. It's time to stop babying people. Bradley Bill, Otto Porter, John Wall, you got your wish. Gortaz out of here. Hopefully, Ernie can find somebody to, to fill that, that, that role there. I'm sorry. It's do or die. And I've said it a hundred times in a couple podcasts. Toronto, Wizards, and Portland. These teams got handled last year in the playoffs. And if they bring the same squad out there, the only reason why it's going to work now is because LeBron's gone. That's the only reason why it's going to work. Let let me ask you a question, B. Now, looking at the Wizards and their cap situation, you're paying $78 million to Otto Porter, one hundred five to Bradley Beal, and one fifty nine. 159 to John Wall. You're even giving 48 million to Mahimi. Austin Rivers, the, the contract they picked up is 24 million. Marquise Morris, 16 million. Well, he, this is, you know, last season and beyond. It's a lot of contracts that, you know, should be gone. Now, who was that? They, they lost uh, Mike Scott today, right? They lost Mike Scott today. The, per, the one person that they should have kept. What's the deal with Tim Frazier? I, I'm not well, sure what the deal is with Tim Frazier. That's a seven-footer. And, I mean, you got the pieces, but, okay, if you lost Mike Scott, I would have signed Mike Scott and Markeith Morris. Goodbye. Uh, Jeez. Who else could you get? I mean, it's quite a few names you can get rid of. But these, these salaries – for the amount of wins that you're getting, don't add up. Now, if, if I'm paying, what's that? That's almost that's over three hundred million that you're paying to three stars. Well, two and a half stars. I wouldn't even say that. Let me take that back. A star and three quarters. But you're not getting the production. This is a fifty-five win team last year. Why am I paying out this much money? <sighs> I mean, help me understand. What was well, the what was the pressing need to keep Auto Porter? And I'm a Georgetown fan, I'm an Auto Porter fan, but what I've seen after he signed this contract is typical of NBA players, NFL players, anybody that's in a in a, a contract year, they go into that year, they ball out, they get their money, you stop working. It's typical. Well, to 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 Otto Porter's defense, and when they were in that series, 
um, who were they playing? Um, was it Toronto? Toronto. I kept saying Otto Porter's hurt. I kept saying it. Otto Porter's hurt. Something's wrong with Otto Porter. And when they finally said he wasn't going to play game six, they said he was hurt. I think he had been hurt a while. I think he got hurt maybe in a previous series. And they just try to keep it under wraps. Because it was a couple of games where I don't know if he shot a three. And he's your – he's like – I, I want to say he finished at least third in, in three-point percentage. He's considered a sharpshooter now. And and rightfully so. He, he he drains them from deep. But with that being said, when he wasn't shooting threes and he, he, you could see Otto, Otto Porter plays some good defense. When he plays defense, when you, when you watch him in those series and it just looked like he, he didn't have his legs and I knew some, something was wrong. So to his credit, he played – and got what he, you know, a max contract. Now, with that being said, I really think, and it's easy to, for anybody to say, oh, um, you know, they should have let him walk now. You know, of course, it makes sense. But I've said this a hundred times. Kelly Oubre is almost identical to Otto Porter, and I think he has a higher ceiling. He's more athletic. He's quicker. Plays defense. He got those, He got that wingspan. He has to get. He has to develop a shot. He's a playmaker. He can take you all to dribble. Why not let Otto Porter go? Save you twenty six million dollars a season. But I'm, I'm, I'm. Go ahead. I'm about. I'm about to poke the hole, poke a hole in that theory. Well, I no, no, I'm about to poke a hole in my own theory because we're we're seeing it right now. If you let Otto Porter go, you got. Let's say they had twenty four million cop space. They still can't sign nobody. Nobody wants to come here. Sure, indeed. But now this is why it's going to be hard to move Otto Porter. And we've been talking about it for uh, quite some time. Hey, trade Otto Porter. reason why you can't trade Otto Porter, he got a 15% trade kicker. Which means that when he gets traded, he gets a boost in salary. So it's going to make the trade harder. Because the team that's that's trading to get him is going to have to pay him fifteen percent more than what the Wizards are paying him. I think if you put the right package together for him, I think that that can. I, we've seen so many trades, and I go back because Ernie did the the Antoine Jameson trade, and that was absolute robbery. <laughs> they, they, gun, baby. He, he he made out like a bandit on that trade. Now. We know what happens. Sometimes they make trades. Hey, we'll do this for you. The prime example, Houston and Cleveland in the NFL last year. Cleveland had the cap space. Houston said, you scratch my back, we'll look out for you later. Take Oswald off our hands. I know the cap situations are different. Their money is different. But it's the same thing in the NBA. They hire people just for the cap to finesse the cap. It is ways to finesse the cap. And somebody will take Auto Porter. Trust me. Somebody will take Auto Porter. But at this point, who are you going to get? Who who are you going to get? Who who can you bring in, unless it's a big, 
that can help you out if you get rid of Auto Porter. There was also a report floating on Twitter today that the Wizards aren't actively shopping him. Right package for Bradley Bill. He could be on the right mm. So now, it's a lot of it's go ahead. I've asked you this question before. You say who can you get? If you well, let's say you, you trade an auto porter for a bunch of expiring contracts that were very small. Instead and we keep talking about Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard. Let's talk about Brooke Lopez, a free agent who's out there. Why not go get him? Brooke Lopez gives you more of a scoring option. You know he's a big body. You know what he can do. I think, I think, because Brooke Lopez is unrestricted, right? Yes, sir, he is. I think they have to find a way to get Brooke, add Brooke. Like, the way the NBA is going now, and we've talked about this, teams like the Wizards, teams like the Hornets, like Portland, they have to draft their talent, right? The only way that's going to work, they, they can't trade Auto Porter away for expiring contracts to get, because one, the cap space isn't going to help them. No one's going to sign here. They drafted Auto Porter, they drafted Bill, they drafted Wall. Okay, that's their talent. That's that's what they made. Now, you can, we can sit here all day and poke holes in their drafts because one of the drafts, oh, matter of fact, the Jan Vesley draft, guess who got, oh, yeah, exactly. The Jan Vesley draft, guess who was behind Jan Vesley at number 15? Who might that have been? Kawhi Leonard. So this 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 franchise continues to shoot themselves in the foot, has the longest tenured GM in the league, like he's won three or four championships. Um I just don't and he got a secret extension over the uh over the season. And we're not gonna make this into the Wizards, but hey, why not? We're talking about them, they're super frustrating. And it's just you sit here baffled sometimes when you go back and look at these drafts where they they had an opportunity. You see what's behind. It's like who's scouting for y'all? They earn. I, I said this earlier. Uh, matter of fact, on Facebook. And if you trade, if Ernie trades and he gets draft picks, he's gonna misuse the draft picks. Yeah, he is. Like if you go look, if you go look at what the Wizards have. For draft the next couple years, I think the next three years, their second round picks are gone. Mm. Already, they don't have second round picks. Now, like I said, it's always a way to work stuff back in, you know, depending on who you're going to get rid of. But I actually think, and I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's, 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 it's baffling because, like I said, Toronto and Washington get a, a reset button because LeBron's gone. So, Otto, Porter, Bill, and Wall are going to be on the court next season. Lowry, DeRozan, and that squad is going to be on there untouched. Um, how long has Ernie but, been here? How, how, that's, 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 that, that's my question. Then I'll make my point. Because I, 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 I need to make sure I got it right. Hold on, I'm looking at Ernie Grunfield. It seemed like he'd been here about 30 years. It seemed like uh, Jordan been gone for so goddamn long. Oh, man. Um, hold on, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Uh, 
Ernie Grunfeld, 2003. All right, Ernie Grunfeld, 2003. Now, let, let, let me run this down for you. Now, we had Michael Jordan, 2001. Kwame Brown, Juan Carlos Navarro, Rod Gizzard, Juan Dixon, Jared Jeffries. Okay? Ernie comes in in 2003. You got Steve Blake, Jarvis Hayes, Peter John Ramos. Did he ever play here? I'm not sure. Devin Harris. Traded him away to get Antoine Jameson, not even mad about it. Andre Blatch. Vladimir Verminko. Don't remember him playing here. Uh, Oleski Petrov. Dominic McGuire. Nick Young. Henry Walker. JaVale McGee. Jermaine Taylor. Nemanjan Bajeklicka. Lazar Haywood. John Wall. Good pick. Number one, number one. Shelvin Mack. Chris Singleton. Jan Vesely. Thomas Sadoransky, Bradley Bill, our, our Salen Kazemi, Otto Porter, Jordan Clarkson, Aaron White, Jerry and Grant, and then two picks this year, Sannon and uh, Troy Brown. He loves foreign players, but these foreign players, either they never sign or they never pan out. I think, I think he's trying to not be the one that misses the next great foreign player. And it's obvious in the picks. You know, Jan Vesely was a complete bomb. Um, But that, that, now that doesn't, that falls back on the scouting department not doing a great job because you're looking at tape. If I send you a highlight tape and you don't come physically see me, you'll think I'm the best staggone thing going. You really would. But then, if you come out and see me and you see where I can improve and I can do this and I can do that, you can actually scout me. That's what scouting is about. If you don't have scouts that actually can scout players, you have a problem. Ernie Grunfeld's draft history, the only thing that saves his job is those trade line, uh, those trade deadline deals that he makes. I don't think anything at this point should be saving his job. Excuse me, I'm Bless sorry. I don't think anything at this point, and it pisses me off that he has an extension. Like I said, you got five years to re- a normal GM got about five seasons to to get the team on the right track and show some type of promise. This fool actually said today that. He was happy and comfortable. I don't know the exact words with Mahimi at center because Mahimi has playoff experience. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, of course, the Warriors are now the favorite to um, win the title. I think, depending on what else Magic got up his sleeve, it's going to be the Lakers and the Warriors right now. I just don't see. You got the best player in the planet on the Lakers. You had a, a complete they're, – they're, they're posing a the question, is that the best starting five ever no. with, with, with the Warriors have? No. Who? No. Who? Who? Who, who KG? Who? Uh, who? Let's, let, let's say uh, – let me, let me get it right. Hold on. Let me get it right. Uh, uh, who was it? Uh, dang on it! I had it pulled up. I gotta pull it back up. Give me a second. But that's not the best starting five ever assembled. 
the best start Showtime Lakers, best starting five ever symbol as one of. Tag on any Boston team you want to pick from the '60s, any Lakers team you had Elgin Baylor and Jerry West in the backcourt. Come on, come on! You got two MVPs. Everybody on the on the starting five has made an All Star team or some type of All NBA team. I just don't. I don't think it's comparable. I, I really don't. I don't. Think I'm, I'm not saying that that's the best starting five ever. I'm not. Because I could take that starting five and take a starting five already in place and beat that starting five. And I, you know how I'm going to do it. Well. I'm going to let Kevin Durant score. It's easy to let Kevin Durant score than to – it's easy to let him score, make Clay go two for 12, make Steph go four for 19. It's easier to do that than trying to stop everybody. You can keep Draymond off the Bulls. All you got to do is put a body on him. Come on. It, I mean, well, ladies. It, it, oh, when y'all talk about daggone Warriors, y'all make it seem like it's rocket science. This is chess, not checkers. It's easy to beat them. You know why it's easy? You just got to have the pieces. That's it. But everybody wants yeah, but... they want to stop Kevin Durant. No, Kevin Durant is not going to beat you by himself. Uh, I understand what you're saying, but like you said, you have to have the pieces. And Right now, the Rockets was the, the closest to beating him, and it doesn't look like Clint Capello is, is, is too anxious to sign back. If they lose that piece, they're not going back to the West Finals. No. And then you got you you talking about the Lakers are, are the next closest. I'm not even worried about Portland. OKC is interesting to me because they got Noel now. Yeah. Uh, I want to see if they're going to buy out Carmelo Anthony. He's making $27 million. And he ain't putting down $27 million worth of production. So that's an interesting um, little thing to keep an eye on. But Dude, what? $27 million. He opted into his his, his player option. Like, you know? Don't worry about it. We good. Yeah, they have to decide if they want to buy him out or not. You know, and then the Lakers still have to decide how they're going to do the Lou Alding because he's making $18 million a season. He, I think he's really hurting them. Yeah, he's, he's cash-strapping them. But I, I don't know if – I think you said it earlier about extending the contract so it's longer, but it's easier on the books. Yeah. Jim was saying Okay. That. And Jim was saying that. But, I mean, you got to extend him out like seven years. Something stupid. But you know what's going to happen? You extend him out that long, he's not going to wind up playing for you. He's going to wind up just being on the books. But it's a lower number. That's it's it, you can deal with the lower number with him being on the books. It's fine. I think, I think the Lakers are still a favorite. I mean, once you picked up LeBron, you're a favorite. But Professor Lucky, they ain't got no shooters. I said, don't worry about it. It's still early. Cool your Jets. It's all right. Well, we're gonna stop it right there because this week is gonna be full of NBA news and. We're going to bring you the show at least two more times this week. Definitely on Saturday to kind of wrap up the week and see where everyone's going. And we probably come back on here Thursday or Friday. Um, definitely you can reach us on here at Anchor FM, Out of Bounds Podcast. Facebook, we have Facebook, Out of Bounds uh, Podcast. KG. We got. Where we at on Twitter? Ooh, OOB Show Podcast 4. 
You can also reach us at oobshowpodcast at gmail.com. We can be heard, as BJ said, right here on Anchor FM. Radio Public, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcast now. We're no longer in the Google Play music section. We're in Google Podcast now. iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast. Hey, man, the next time you introduce the Google Play thing before iTunes, I'm going to cut your mic off. Well, I mean, Android is a way of life, brother. Yeah. Okay. Do we, we got to go through this again? I can put my phone underwater and still use it. What about you? I mean, I can do the same thing. Can you still use it? I can do the same thing. Can, but if we if we hosted the, the show on your phone, I mean, it might sound like something in the 60s. Wow. World War II was coming through See? and B-52 bombers were coming in the air. That's how it was sound. See? See? <laughs> Hey man, that's all the time we got for tonight. We we try to make it uh, quick and sweet. Please join us. We're gonna post everything on uh, all the all the social media sites. We still gonna do our shoe giveaway, so stay tuned for that. The uh, the detail for that, and uh, check us out on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook as we post information as we're getting it. Um, I'm gonna reach out to. Um, Miss Miss Smith, Miss Jen Julie Smith, the Wiz of Oz, and see if she. I would love to talk to her about the Wizard. So I'm gonna reach out to her and see if we can have our first official guest. So stay tuned for that. For myself, BJ KG, everybody have a safe night. Stay up on NBA free agency. We'll see you in a couple of days. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>